Hi, I'm Janet. After years of trying to figure out the film industry, making some gains, only to see them dwindling away, I finally got my shit together and I made $85,000 my first year in the film industry in Los Angeles. Creating a career in film does not need to be a struggle. You can start in your city. I want to teach you my process and teach you how to do it. You'll see that you really can live that extraordinary film lifestyle that only the film industry can provide. Let's go. Episode number one. So we're going to start off talking about why are we so attracted to the film industry? Okay, the first thing, the reason why you're probably attracted to the film industry is lifestyle. The freelance lifestyle, the film lifestyle, meaning that you work a couple of days in a week and you make great money and you're working with creative people and you're able to use your creative skills, which is so much more fun than making money for a corporation. So first thing is lifestyle. We make a lot of money when we work. We typically are making $650 for 12 hours. That's the minimum rate for any department on set. And it goes up from there. And then you're working maybe two days, three days, maybe five days a week. That's a lot of work when you're doing 10 or 12 hour days, but you're probably working like three days a week. So you're working like 10 or 15 days in a month and you're making like nine or $10,000 in a month. (laughs) Pretty damn good money for working part-time. The reason why it is so good is that you are taking your time to work on a set and you're, it's not like you're blocking off Monday through Friday. So you're basically a specialist that comes in there for those very specific shoot days. So the pay is good. And the other reason why the pay is so good is because people make a lot of money from film. I mean, it is a business and it is very valuable. And the job that you're doing on set is very valuable and people will pay you very well to be a specialist for what you're doing. So as an actor, what you're doing is like, you cannot do a shoot without an actor. They're going to get paid well. Doing camera, of course, it's got to be lit. It's got to be shot. The the, um, shots need to be smooth, have to be using the right lens. It needs to convey the right emotion that the director is wanting. All this stuff is very precision. So you're paid very well for your skills. Okay, the next reason why people love it is because you really can make great money. You can make more money than people that are working Monday through Friday, full-time, working part-time in the film industry. So then you get to have a life. Okay, that's another reason why people love it. And then the travel. It gives you opportunities to travel because they are often taking crews all over the world. So I've traveled a lot. I've traveled all over. I've traveled to Africa. I've traveled to South America. I've traveled to the Amazon. I've traveled to Hawaii on shoots, all paid for. And the production arranges everything. And you just go there and you do your job. That is such a luxury. People love the film industry because of the people that are involved in the film industry. These are all creatives. These are all people that have decided they want to do something creative with their life and not work in nine to five. So when you ask any professional, why do you love the film industry so much? They're going to say, I love the people. I love the, I just love having these conversations on set. I love being able to get paid while I'm around all these fun, creative people. We're all working together for, to shoot something that's going to be, that's amazing. I love to be a part of that. So it's the people, it's the conversations. It's all just extremely enjoyable. And the other thing that why people love the film industry is, you know, if you go to a Monday through Friday job, like when I was a copier salesperson, um, I would like go there and force myself to do that job. And I never, 
I never felt it really appreciated to do the job. I didn't want to do the job. I would force myself to do the job and it's benefiting the company. And of course, I'm getting paid money to do that job, but I don't really want to do that job. I don't want to do that, right? So with the film industry, there might be times where you're like, oh, I wish that we could go home. This is a long day. But every single thing that you're doing on set is skills, abilities. It, it's benefiting you. Everything benefits you. Even in that 12th hour when you got to set up for a shot and you're like, oh, why do we have to set up this shot now? We well, have to set it up because it's your job. <laughs> and it's still every single thing that you do on set, it all benefits you versus having to do something for a company. Now, you guys know that I teach people how to get straight into the business and work. That is my MO. Like, I'm all about real world reality. Let's get in there and do it. Let's not spend all this money preparing to do it and try to gold plate ourselves. Let's just go and start getting on sets and have the confidence and courage to get there on these sets and start freaking working. And so I teach this A-list model that shows you how to do that. And we start off with building a base of work, a base of people that know you and love you and work with you because people, you're like, I need to be super talented. That's not, that's not why they're hiring, they're hiring you. They're not hiring you because of your talent. They're hiring you because the way that you think and the way that you do your job on set. They're hiring you because they want to work with you and spend 12 hours with you. So if that's the reason why people are hiring you, then you need to get a lot of people knowing you as a person. That's why you need to create a big base because it's from this base that everybody's going to hire you for your craft as an actor, as a director, as a DP, whatever it is you want to do, as sound, as costume design, as voiceover, as music. You think that you've got to build up this big reel and resume as a musician, as a voiceover artist, all these things. Well, you will do that. But what's getting people to hire you is they've met you and they like working with you and they want to spend that 12 hours with you. Okay, that's, that's really good news, right? All right, then you build a body of work when you're on all these sets with all these people working on reality TV, on a feature film, on a commercial. When you're building your base, you're working alongside people, then you build your body of work. You know what you want to do and you start getting experience doing that work. Where are you going to build your body of work with? With the people that you're working with already on all these sets. And then the last phase is when you build your brand. Brand is where people hire you for what you do. Production designer, DP, actor, producer, AD. When By the time you built your brand, you know how to do it as a professional, not as an amateur. You've been on all these sets when you're building your base. You've gotten experience doing this, and now people know you for your brand, and they hire you. Who's hiring you for your, for your brand? <laughs> your base, your base. All right. So the process I'm teaching you has you do it really fast <laughs> and you get very good because you're getting a lot of experience on professional sets all the time where you're making mistake mistakes, where you're, you know, uh, learning from people and you see them make mistakes and, um, super fun, long hours might get tired sometimes, but you're getting paid the entire time. And this is the beauty of it. I love for you to get in the business while you're getting paid instead of getting into debt with film school or acting school. You can do that. You can do the film and acting school, but do it after you've been on a whole bunch of professional sets. And then you can decide whether you want to do that, whether you want to get into debt. Get educated first on film sets, and then you can decide if you want to amplify that by going to film school. And you might just, by talking to people on set, find that this class is really good. You don't need to go to film school. This is going to cost like 
5% of it and you can just take this class. Uh, or, you know, you'll get people that just be like, I'll take you under my wing and teach you everything. This will happen on professional sets. Okay, so now I want to get into what makes people want to hire you like crazy. And what makes people want to hire you like crazy is your inner game, the way that you think, your energy, your vibe, how people feel when they're with you. And who's, who's, who is creating this energy? Who's creating this vibe? It's you. It's who you are choosing to be. So you can be on set and be all scared, or you can be on set and be confident and contributing and part of the team. Now, who's generating that? You are. How are you generating that energy? With your thoughts. You guys are coming into the film industry, like me, everybody starts somewhere. They're all starting from what they were doing before they got into the film industry and got this brilliant idea and decided that they're going to do it. So you're coming from sales. That was me. <laughs> For all you salespeople, you can make a lot of money doing that. It, but if it's not your personality, oh my God, you're forcing your, yourself to do it. It's rough, right? You know what I'm talking about. You're coming from management where you're managing other people, where you're you're, you're learning skills when you're managing other people. It's, you've got mad skills as a manager. So just know that. you got mad skills as a salesperson. Finance, you got mad skills in that. There's all, uh, making any kind of career where you're doing well in that career, you've got mad skills. And all this stuff can be applied towards the film industry. Medical, you've got skills in medical. You've got skills with dealing with people, with listening to people. Awesome. So people come in from medical, customer service. You got skills with talking to people, calming them down, coming at situations, bringing your best self with customer service. That is money. That is so good. Same thing with retail. You're dealing with the public. You got mad skills in making the conversation go the way that you want so that they buy, so that they feel good, solving problems. Okay, so everything you're doing out there in the business, out there in the world right now is going to help you in the professional film industry. I also want you to know that if you are working in any job right now that you're doing sales, you're doing management, you're doing finance, you might be thinking like, I, I want to tell you, first of all, that there are jobs that are equivalent to that in the film industry. So say you're doing accounting, there is accounting jobs in the film industry. Say you're doing finance, there is jobs that could be helpful to an executive producer at a production company. So you can stay within the specialty that you already started with. But sometimes we're like, I don't want to have to look at another spreadsheet ever again. Yes, I got my degree in it, but I know that is not me. And in that case, you can go into something completely different. You don't have to stay with what you studied at all or what you know. Just know that the person that you've become from studying that job, that craft out there, that's what's valuable. And you'll be able to use that now as you get in the film industry. Like that person, that problem solving, that positive person that you've become, that's what people want to hire. So you can do whatever you want to do in the film industry. You can be an actor, you can be a writer, you can be a director. Yes, you're going to have to spend thousands of hours doing that to get really good at it, but that's okay. I mean, that's what you want to do anyway. That way you'd be totally in your zone. So you're not afraid of the hard work, right? When people are in their jobs and they are performing at a low level because you hate your job, they hate their jobs and, you know, they're just showing up and then leaving and collecting the paycheck might be doing other things while they're on their job. You're not going to do well in the film industry. And you might be thinking that, oh, well, you know, I'll, I won't do that when I get in the film industry. Well, you're already establishing lack of integrity 
you're already establishing some bad habits. And it's not all going to magically change once you're on a film set. Because when you're on a film set, it's not going to be roses and daisies either. It might be there's going to be moments where it will be, but there's going to be times where you're tired, where it's cold outside, where you weren't prepared. And now you're cold. And you just want to go home and you're hungry. The, it's, it's not all going to be roses and daisies in the film industry either. So if you haven't been operating as your best self out there in the world now and you're low performing because your mental state is you're not uh, working your mental state, same thing's going to happen in the film industry. And the thing is, is that people will notice things, they won't tell you, and they will not hire you. And that's the way it is in the film industry, where the, nobody tells you when you're messing up or when you could be doing things better. They don't tell you. They just um, don't hire you again. And then you don't know why. And you don't even know that there's a shoot going on that they did not call you for. <laughs> you find out later, like, oh, you had a shoot last week? Oh, they didn't call me. And then it hurts. And you don't know why. And if you reach out and ask people, they're not really going to be like, uh, I don't know. They probably won't even remember. They're going to be like, oh, but there was just something about you that they that clicked in their mind that they're like, uh, not so much. Okay. And so you can definitely not get hired in the film industry for people having impressions of not so much. That's why we're talking about inner game. We're talking about thought management today. And we'll be talking about thought management in this podcast all the time, because this is what makes people decide you're one of the good ones. I'm going to put you on my phone and I'm going to hire you and refer you to everybody. This is what makes you go fast in your career how you manage your thoughts, that inner work. So if you are easily discouraged, oh, I can't do that. Somebody else take, if you don't take responsibility, like that's not my problem. If you blame other people, yeah, well, it's if other people would do their job, then I would do my job. The situation is too difficult. If you have these habits, you need to notice them and shift them if you want to work in the film industry. If you live in a lot of negative emotion, like, you know, and you live in it, like I'm depressed all the time, you know, uh, then you're going to bring that into the film industry either because you think that the film industry is going to make you happy. Well, there's going to be times in the film industry where you're not going to be happy and those things are going to come up and then it's going to kill you. <laughs> it's going to hurt you in the film industry because they can hire whoever they want. And even though you might be covering up some of these things that you think are not good about the way that you've been operating, they're going to see it immediately. They will see through everything. You can't fake anything. They will see it. And then they won't hire you. So this is why, why am I talking about this? Not to make anybody feel bad. It's for you to see, oh yeah, there's some stuff that I probably need to be working on that is going to be important when I get into the film industry because I am going to become, I am becoming a professional that is super great to work with, that has a positive can-do attitude, that solves problems that everybody in the world wants to work with. Yes, I need to become that person. I need to practice that now. Yes. And I'll tell you something. <laughs> um, if you were feeling bad when I was saying some of those things, don't feel bad because all those things I mentioned, I can say it so well because that's how I was being. I was in sales. I didn't want to take responsibility. I blamed the job. I blamed other people. I even blamed myself, which is also a victim uh, way of thinking where I'm like, you know, you suck because you're not, you, you're not talented enough. You're not very creative. Uh, I'm blaming myself. So I'm giving power to outside of myself instead of like, Janet, 
you can do this. Let's start to really operate in the way that you would be proud of yourself. Okay, so it's just something to notice and say, okay, I got some I got some stuff that I need to work on. That's good. I mean, we always want to have stuff that we work on. I have stuff even today that I've worked on in the past and I'm still working on. That's the stuff that you need to be noticing. That's all. Just notice it now. And once you notice it, you have awareness of it. And now you can shift it. And definitely don't beat yourself up for it. If you're like, oh, yeah, I've been blaming other people. I'm not taking responsibility. Don't blame, don't beat yourself up for it. Just notice it and shift it. That's all. That's all. It's not like, oh my God, I'm so, I mean, you're not a bad person. It's just like you've gotten into some habits here. You've not been doing what you want to do in your life. So you've been bummed out and you've been operating in a way so that it doesn't hurt so much. And that's what we do. Okay. So now we want to actually bring some awareness to it and shift it. Now, if you have been working really hard in your job, no matter what, you show up, you're on time, you work your ass off, and you've got a great attitude the whole time. If you're solution-minded and you're stepping up and you're actually becoming valuable where you're working right now, if you're forward-thinking like, oh my gosh, this could make this better, and what's important to my boss, I'm going to do this. If you love people, you know? You love working in a team. Oh, you're going to do so well in the film industry. Those are the kind of qualities that make people want to hire you. Okay. Very good. Okay. So in this podcast, I want to teach you. I want to practice with you. I want to tell you the most important stuff that I know from being in the business now for 23 years and teaching friends in film now for 12 years, teaching my people how to get on these sets. I want to share with you stories of my people that when they started, they had a lot of these bad habits, these ways of thinking about themselves that was coming from not being happy where they were. And now they get going, they start making progress, they start getting on sets, and they start getting on big sets and start getting paid. And now everything changes, their life changes, and they change, and they feel so much better. So I'm going to share with you stories so that you can see it yourself. And you'll be able to see how you can do it. This is super important that you are able to manage your thoughts and manage your energy and manage your vibe because this is what's going to get people to hire you again, to decide that they're going to teach you and mentor you. This is what's going to get people to refer you to their connections. Now, these are connections that they have, may have built up for 10 years, 20 years, like long time, sacred connections to them. They will refer you to them. So you want to talk about going fast, you get referred to people's connections, referred to people's little tricks and stuff that they've done that have made them really good. And they will help you grow your career when you have this great energy, this great vibe, this great way of thinking that makes people want to hire you and trust you or not if you don't have it. So that's the inner, that's why the inner game is so important. This inner game, this thought management that I'm talking about, that I'm teaching you is more important than any subject that you can study at college or in film school or in acting school, because this is what gets you hired initially and hired for the rest of your career. This is what gets people passing your name around and you getting the opportunities that allow you to then win an Emmy and an Oscar and get connected to the right people for your career. It allows you to go fast. It's inner game. It's thought work. It is such a people business. You're not sitting in a room by yourself. You are with a group of people creating a project, a production that has real money behind it. And all these people's careers are behind it as well. 
The topic today is I really want to work on film, but I'm not doing anything significant towards making it happen. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Anybody feel that way? Now, I can tell you thought work, inner work doesn't really matter. But if you want this, if I can show you how to get over your own obstacles in your mind, if I can show you that you can do it now and that you can do this for the rest of your life, this is a gift. This is very valuable. And you can coach yourself to the highest levels. What I want to share with you is I want to share with you a way of thinking. And it's not me telling you. It's you deciding to coach yourself and to see it yourself so that you can keep shifting these patterns and be what everybody wants to hire so that you can have a great life. I'm going to introduce you to a model and then I will be teaching you over the next all of these episodes all from the same principles of this model. And this model comes from Brooke Castillo. It's inspired by Byron Katie, by Eckhart Tolle, by Abraham, by Tony Robbins. And it is a simple way to coach yourself to what you want in your life. It's a simple way to coach yourself so that you can be who you need to be for your career. So it starts off with what I call circumstances. Circumstances are facts that exist out there in the world. What are circumstances? Well, circumstances is like there is a film industry. There are film shoots. Circumstances are like every set has a camera, has sound, has actors. Those are all circumstances. Those are neutral. Those are facts. Every set has jobs. Every set needs people. And the film industry, the fact is, is that it's growing and there are a lot of shoots out there. And 2022 is probably going to be another extremely busy year, just like 2021 was. And even 2020 was a very, very busy year for, for film. It's also a circumstance that the film industry has figured out how to shoot with COVID. And it's a very safe place to be because everybody is tested. Most people are vaccinated. And the industry, it's a business. And the industry knows how to shoot with COVID. So that's awesome too. It's not going to be slowed down because of COVID. It's only getting bigger because the demand for, for uh, content is so big, so large, so never-ending. And that's good news for you because there's a lot of shoots. That's where you're going to make your career is going to be on film shoots. Circumstances you cannot control. These are facts out there in the world. People you could consider are, are also circumstances. You cannot control people, right? I know you want to control people, but you cannot control what people do or say or control them in any way. They are outside of you. They are external to you. You cannot change circumstances. They exist externally from you. Now, how you think about those circumstances is what matters. Your thoughts you can control. You can control your thoughts. You can control your feelings. You can control your actions. And you can control your results out there in the world. The circumstances are there. And now you're going to work your magic with those circumstances to get what you want in the world, right? So it's your thoughts that are determining your success. And we can control our thoughts. We can control our feelings. We control our actions. We control our results. So thoughts. Let's talk about thoughts. Thoughts are sentences in our mind. And we have about 60,000 thoughts per day. What kind of thoughts are you thinking in a day? You may not even be aware of it. Because you have to actually practice noticing your thoughts in order to start to notice your thoughts. So most of the time, we don't even know what we're thinking. We're not even aware. And why does it matter? 
Why does it matter that we know what we're thinking? Because thoughts create our feelings, our emotions. That's our vibe. That's our energy. And from our feelings, that's how we do everything. So if you're feeling like, I'm so happy to be here. I'm feeling love and connection with everybody. That's how you're going to do that job. That's how you're going to show up on set. If you're showing up on set being scared and feeling like you're not one of the group, then that's how you're going to do it. That's going to impact your actions and it's going to impact your results. So our energy, our vibe, our presence comes from our feelings. That's why it is so important. Everything comes from our feelings. If I was here talking to you and the primary feeling that I had was, I'm bummed out, depressed, and sad, then that is going to impact how I'm going to be talking to you. And you're going to feel depressed and sad and like not getting too much from this talk that we're having here. But if my feeling is love and contribution, it comes through me and you're impacted by it. And the feeling is coming from a thought. And the thought that I have when I'm loving you and connecting with you and contributing to you is this is the most important thing I can teach you. I am compelled to teach you this stuff because I know how important it is to your success in the film industry. So if my feeling was depression and sadness, what would my thought be? I would have to trace it from that feeling and be like, what am I actually thinking here? And then that thought would be something like, I don't have anything to share. Nothing I share makes a difference anyway. <laughs> this all world, the life sucks. So you can see that your thoughts are creating your feelings. And from your feelings is how you do everything. It's how you show up and that's how you create your results. Make sense? So let's say that you feel scared on set. Now, when I started, I did not know how to control my thoughts. And this definitely impacted my results. So I would show up being very scared on set because it meant so much to me. I want to do well. I want people to like me. I want to do my job. I don't want to mess up. So, But I'm so scared on set. And before the shoot, I would be not be able to sleep. And so I arrive, I'm just like, my eyes are killing me and I'm tired and I couldn't sleep. And it's just like, I'm starting right off the bat just with this really like stressed energy, right? And it's all coming from my thoughts. Oh, I hope I do well. I hope people like me. I hope I don't mess up. What if this happens? Oh my God, what if that happens? Do I know this well? Should I be there? All these thoughts. Thoughts create your feelings. Now, when I'm there on set, my feelings are like, I'm, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Every, every, I'm so jumpy. Every single moment, I'm like so jumpy all day. Did they say my name on the walkie? Oh my God. Is this happening? What are they doing next? I wasn't ready for that. Where does that say that? There? Oh my God. Okay, so... From that feeling of being scared, my actions are they're hesitant. I'm avoiding conversations with people because I'm scared I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm all, I'm so focused on myself and I'm in my head. I'm very jumpy. I'm not actually doing my job well. I'm not aware, right? Because I'm so, I'm not aware because I'm not like there, calm, watching what's going on, figuring things out. You know, you can't, you got to figure things out yourself on set. You got to, you get the storyboard, you're figuring it out. I wasn't doing that. All coming from this feeling of being scared. Okay. That is why it's so important to look at your thoughts. Now, was it in my control, all that stuff? Oh yes, it's all in my control. If I had awareness when I was starting off, I could have said, oh, Janet, you're having a lot of worry thoughts right now. Okay. So when you have these worry thoughts, you're going to be scared. You're not going to sleep. You're going to be stressed and it's going to impact your job. There's nothing useful that's going to come from that. 
it's not like it's going to make you do better on set. <laughs> so it's just a thought anyway. And what is a thought? A sentence in your mind. You've got a lot of sentences in your mind that's causing you to have a very scared feeling. Let's start to not think those thoughts. Let's start to shift those thoughts. Like, we'll let those thoughts be there, but I'm not going to sit there and put a lot of energy behind. Oh my God, what's going to happen tomorrow? Instead, I'm going to shift it to, I'm excited to be there tomorrow and whatever happens, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to handle it. And that thought would allow myself to calm down, feel like I'm like, I'm excited about tomorrow. And then I can rock it on set from that feeling of excitement. When you notice the thought, it's extremely valuable because you can now go like, hey, is that thought serving me? I know where it comes from. It comes from trying to keep myself safe. It comes from a lot of fear. Oh, I know where it comes from. That's not the issue. The issue is, do I want to keep giving a lot of energy to that thought? Because I'm not sleeping and I'm not doing well because that with that thought around. So it's going to be there. We're not going to deny the thought, but I'm just going to notice it as a sentence in my mind. I got 60,000 thoughts that I have in a day. And I'm just going to shift to a thought that I intentionally want to feel. We have to start deliberately choosing our thoughts and generating our thoughts. This is what I'm talking about. Thought management, inner game, choosing the thoughts that serve us. Why do we want to choose a thought that serve us? Because it will give us the feeling that we want to have so that we can rock it on set. Make sense? Extremely freaking valuable coming from 25 years of doing this. Yes. Okay. So if I had a thought of like, whatever happens, you can handle it. And you love these people. This is what you've been working for your whole life. This is going to be amazing. From there, I'm going to come into that shoot with a feeling of like confidence and connection. And I'm going to, that's going to impact my actions. I'm going to be fist bumping people. I'm going to be smiling. I'm going to be helping other people. I'm going to be thinking about how I can help. I'm going to come across as confident. And my result is I'm going to get hired back and I'm going to have done a great job, done my job and done a great job from a great place. All from having a different thought. Yes. So from your emotion is how you do everything. It is how you feel. That is how you do everything. You can, you can choose your feelings. You can adjust your feelings. How you do it? From your thoughts. The thought creates our feelings. This is why we need to be aware of our thoughts. So here's another example. You have a thought about an audition that's coming up. You got an audition coming up. That's a circumstance, okay? That's neutral. The audition is coming up. That is neutral. So what thought are you going to latch on to? The thought could be like, oh my God, I really need this role. Now, if that's your thought, oh my God, I really need this. And you unintentionally are latching onto that thought and putting a lot of energy behind that thought. Oh my God, I really need this. I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. The feeling is going to be desperate. And then from the feeling of desperate is how you do everything. That's how you show up in that audition or how you self-tape it from that feeling. You might be like, okay, calm yourself down. But underlying it, coming from the thought is that feeling. So you can try to calm yourself down, but... You got to know that what is driving the show is the feeling that's coming from the thought. So if the feeling is desperate, then the action that you're taking from a place of desperate is you're going to be trying to please. I hope that you like this a little bit nervous, not authentic. Is this what you wanted? Right? So now, so now let's say you have some awareness. Okay. 
And now you're like, hey, I'm going to choose a different thought. Yeah. I'm going to say, I get to do what I love doing this audition. Let me just give it a shot. Let me give it a shot. Let me be real here. Okay. Let me be real. You just choose a thought that works for you, that gives you the feeling that you want. Maybe that feeling is free, freedom. Maybe it's love. I love auditioning. I love it. Okay. So the feeling from that feeling place, you are able to now come across very, it's going to come to you. The role is going to come to you. You're going to enjoy it. They're going to see that you enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to be light. You're going to connect with people. You're going to be who you are authentic, which is what they want. want to, that's what they're hiring. <laughs> you know, that's what they want to see. The inner, uh, what you bring to the role that's coming from inside you. You might have a great conversation during that audition and you're going to have an impact on them. See the difference? All coming from the thought and the feeling. How about, so those are acting uh, examples. How about like you're a videographer and you really want to get into the camera department on all of these professional sets. And the thought is maybe, you know, you got, a, you got an opportunity, you know, it's really important to you. And if you come in with the thought, oh, I hope I don't screw it up. I hope I don't drop a lens. Okay. And you like start latching onto that thought. The feeling is insecure. And from that insecure place, you're going to be jumpy. You're going to be like, oh my God, oh, what? you're going to be waiting for them to tell you what to do because you're insecure, right? You're going to be maybe serious. Oh, I don't want to mess this up. So your, your true energy is not coming out. You might be tentative. Oh, I don't want to touch that. I want, I don't know how to do that. Okay. Your body language is not going to be like, yeah, yeah, great. It's going to be like, oh, okay, I'm afraid I'm going to screw up. You're going to second guess yourself. Oh, I should have gotten that. I should have known that. Oh, you're going to be in your head the whole time, right? All coming from a thought that's giving you the feeling of insecure. Now, say that you're like, you catch yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, I had this thought that I hope I don't screw it up. Let me switch to a different thought because that thought has no upside. Now, the new thought is going to be, yeah, I'm newer at this, but I can be Johnny in the spot. I, I'm going to rock this job. That's my new thought. What's most important is my attitude. I'm going to be Johnny on the spot. The feeling is excitement. Okay. And then from that exciting feeling, now I'm going to take really good actions. I'm going to be out of my head. I'm going to be helping them. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be listening really well. I'm going to be learning a lot. I'm going to be absorbing a lot because I'm Johnny the spot. I'm excited. I'm going to be connecting with people, right? So it all comes from the thought and the feeling. Now the actions, you know, learning, listening, how you do the job, connecting with people, those are actions. And those impact the result of getting asked back, getting referred to other people. This person's great. Yeah, they're newer, but they're great. Getting mentored. Hey, let me teach you how to set this up. Let me tell you why we're using this lens and getting this effect. Getting mentored. It's coming from your actions or good actions or actions that are not good. So the result is going to come from good actions or bad actions, just to say it very simply, but there's really no good and bad. So that's the model. The model allows you to see what you bring to the situation in your mind, and it determines how everything goes. So you can either kick ass, or you can go into your head and you can suck. And it's very important. That is called circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. Now I'm going to put this model, because I've just described it, and I want to put it down there for you visually so that you can work with it yourself. So go to friendsandfilm.com. 
episode number one, and you will see this model just written. You'll, you'll be able to download it. Okay. And I really hope that learning how to self-coach yourself, which is, this is what we just went through, this process of self-coaching yourself, and you will do this in every single situation as you go through your entire career to always bring your best self intentionally instead of just reacting to situations going into your head. Learning to self-coach will help you bring your best self to the film set. It will get you bringing your best self as you start to get into the business and as you grow your career and create all these relationships. And it's super important for the film industry because basically the film industry is a bunch of experiences, a bunch of impressions that people have of you, and a bunch of opportunities. You either create them or you don't. Thanks for listening today. And if you have a moment, could you please leave me a review? I would love that. And make sure you head over to friendsandfilm.com join and sign up for my free mini course on what you need to know to find opportunities and start making film and acting work come to you. I'll see you next week.